everybody. Welcome to our Mental Health Services Connecting Badger podcast. My name is Mary Eldridge. My pronouns are she, her, hers, and I am a survivor services provider with Mental Health Services at UHS. I will be one of your hosts today. Thank you, Mary. My name is Jamie Preethi Gratrix, and I use she, her, and hers pronouns. I graduated from UW, and you may recognize my voice if you've ever called the mental health services front desk or if you've ever attended one of my guided yoga or meditation practices. Hello, my name is Casey Tice, LPC. I use she, her, and hers pronouns. I am an access specialist and care manager at UHS. Hello, my name is Liz Westcott Barton. I use she, her, hers pronouns. I'm a licensed professional counselor, and I'm also an access specialist and care manager. It's important to note that this podcast does not replace mental health treatment and should not be considered as such. If you are interested in learning more about seeking mental health treatment at UHS, you can webbook a confidential access appointment through the MyUHS portal. There's no problem too small to schedule an access appointment. Access specialists are here to discuss your concerns and assist you in getting connected to mental health resources. If you have any questions about meeting with an access specialist, you can call the Mental Health Services front desk at 608-265-5600, option number two, and we will answer any questions that you might have before you schedule. If you'd prefer to get connected to a provider outside of UHS, we can assist with this as well. As a reminder, you can also access 24-7 crisis resources if in a mental health emergency. These include the UHS crisis line 608 Two six five five six zero zero option nine. You can call nine one one in an emergency. As you may remember, last time we ended our episode with a grounding exercise facilitated by our host Mary. Did you get to practice it throughout the week? What did you notice? How did it feel afterwards? I loved it. I did practice it. Yep. And I was also really grateful because I was feeling stressed one day and I actually talked to Mary and then she reminded me of it. It was so helpful. So thank you, Mary. (laughs) Absolutely. We're here for each other. And this is our hope for our listeners as well, that you find these tools and and share them out with other folks that may be struggling at times or may just like even be outside, perhaps like enjoying the weather or or whatever, and have and use that as an opportunity to kind of like engage with their senses, bring themselves back to the present moment. So today we wanted to spend some time discussing um, how to get connected to mental health resources at UHS and chat with two access specialists about the work that they do. So the first question that I guess um, uh, we may have would be, what is an access appointment? That is a great question. And I realize that the term access appointment can seem like it's internal language, like what is an access appointment? Well, that's a great question. It is the first step in getting connected to mental health services at UHS. It is a 20 to 30 minute initial appointment where a provider will ask you some questions, get to know what's going on with you um, and what kind of concerns you have, and then collaboratively help you get connected to resources at mental health services. Well, I know that we are in summer session right now. So is there any like limitation to students getting connected to that access appointment right now? 
Fantastic question, Jamie. I think I can speak to that a little bit. So um, things over the summer can change slightly. And of course, um, due to COVID-19, some of the ways that we do services can change. Um, but for the most part, we are still pretty active over the summer and offer a wide variety um, of services. So um, again, the way that we might be doing um, some of these services might have changed, uh, things like through Zoom appointments, so video conferencing, um, for things like groups um, and offerings that way, um, as well as for um, individual counseling, um, can also do phone appointments. Um, so there's still a wide variety of options. Um, even even over the summer, even if other folks are um, away from the area. So is it maybe a good time to talk a little bit more in depth about what some of those kind of break it down all that we do? What do you think? Yes, yeah, yeah, sounds good. And I think too, during the summer, it's especially with everything going on right now, it's important to know that there is, a, you know, a summer health fee grant if you, you know, want to access services. Typically, it's for students who are enrolled. There is a grant for students who are not enrolled in summer classes, and we are happy to assist you in getting that financial assistance to make sure that you can access services over the summer. Um, individual counseling you know, talk therapy, meeting with a provider maybe once or twice or getting connected to even crisis services as needed. Survivor services um, is another wonderful resource that we offer on campus for folks who've experienced interpersonal partner violence. Um, and they also do advocacy and support and a lot of great work there. Um, we can get you connected to group counseling, couples counseling, a workshop. Um, uh, we have specific, you know, groups for folks in different identities, um, students of color, support and process group, TGNC, LGBTQ um, support and process. We have grad student support groups. And so a lot of different, you know, ways to access support. Um, we also provide things like food and housing resources. We'll get you connected to financial aid. We'll get you connected to the Dean of Students Office, SHIP, um, whoever else we can help, you know, get you connected to based on the resources that you might need. So, and also there's like online resources. I totally forgot about that. And that's some of the work that I do. Um, we have Silver Cloud, which is an online cognitive behavioral therapy um, like tool. It's kind of more self-guided, more self-help, but it has different modules on anxiety, stress, depression. There's a body image concerns module and it just kind of walks you through um, how to do the different tools on it. There's also You at WISC, which is a really great website that's broken down into different content areas and mental health is you know, part of the Thrive content area, but there's also Succeed and Matter. So finding community on campus as well as getting like tips for education and mentorship in your career. And so both of those resources you can access without needing to come in for an access appointment. You can go on our mental health services website to learn more about those things. An access appointment sounds like such a wonderful tool to start getting connected to um, the resources and the support that we all may need at any given time. So. I'm wondering also, how do you schedule an appointment? Great question. Um, so to do that, there's a few different ways. You could call our front desk. Um, they would be glad to assist you in scheduling that appointment. There is also uh, web booking as an option through the MyUHS portal. Um, that's a, a really convenient option. Um, and so that is that is really the place to start an access appointment. Um, Maybe it would even be a good idea too to talk about like 
what even is the structure of an appointment? What happens during this appointment? I know I would want to know that as a student coming into this. Casey, I was thinking the same thing. I, I was thinking that if I had no idea what an access appointment was, <laughs> I would want to know who am I actually meeting with? So who, who is the access specialist? And then what happens at that appointment? Yeah. So the access specialist that you will be talking to, so um, could be myself, uh, Casey, could be Liz, uh, everyone on our team um, is a mental health professional. So either with a graduate degree, um, either already licensed in a mental health field or finishing up hours towards uh, licensure that has a, a supervisor actively. Um, and then when you make those appointments, so be it through online or um, uh, when you call the front desk, they're usually fairly brief appointments, 20, 30 minutes. Um, we will probably ask a lot of questions to gather some information. And I think Liz said it too, of working collaboratively with you. So it's not, um, here's the decision that we made for you. It's really working with you of, of what, um, where you are right now, what needs are, what resources we have and getting you connected to the best, um, best options together. And I think too, like sometimes that does change what the best option is for folks. Like if it's toward the end of the semester and folks are going back home, you know, maybe we'll talk about how to help get them connected to resources in their home community through care management. And we'll talk about how to get you connected to a provider um, through your own health insurance. And so when we ask about insurance or what your type of insurance is, that's really the reason we're asking that question. We'll also initially ask for like your student ID number. And then I think one other you know thing that i just encourage folks if you're not sure exactly kind of what you want to talk about or if it's hard for you to think about stuff on the spot i find that some folks find it helpful to like make like a brief list of some of the main concerns that they're experiencing or symptoms so then they can have that ready and not feel like oh i feel really caught off guard i'm not sure how to describe what's been going on for me because it is so hard i think to you know pull that information up in an appointment if it feels uncomfortable or if you're not sure and we just want to make this the most you know useful appointment, the most useful way to spend your time also. So if you have that little list, then um, we can talk with you a little bit more about what's been going on and kind of jump right in. Thanks, Liz. So it sounds like you would need to bring your maybe um, WISC ID, your student ID number to the appointment. If you know your insurance information, you would bring that to your appointment. And then also, if you have time before your appointment to kind of think about why you made the appointment and what, you know, if you maybe would look at the website to see what services we offer, like that might be helpful to you all. Yeah. Um, and then it sounded also like a private space because you would be talking about some private things. Is that right? Definitely. And so, I mean, and everyone has a different level of comfort, but I think in a private, non-interruptible space where you can really share about what's going on so we can make sure to get you connected to the right resource because I think that can be like a really tough thing if folks feel like they can't exactly 100% say what's going on then we might you know get them connected to one resource instead of another and I you know I don't want anyone to get connected to something that doesn't feel supportive or like a good fit so yeah I think the private space is a really big piece and um, again the list is more so for folks like if you know you like might clam up in an appointment or feel a little anxious then you're like oh you know things just fly out of your mind that's always happened for me and so I'm speaking from experience when I say bring a list <laughs> yeah yeah so, also that kind of makes me think about um, uh, counseling an access appointment is an access appointment a counseling session 
That is such a great question. Casey, do you want to answer that one or do you want me to? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and um, to really kind of hit that home that these are just brief, really short times that we have with you um, to get um, just a, a pretty quick assessment of what are your needs, what's going on right now. Um, and so it isn't meant to be a, a full counseling session. We might provide you some, you know, temporary tools and, and tips and things like that, but just to kind of set that, that expectation that we are, um, we are here with you, but we are, um, our ultimate goal is to like link you to that, to that next step. And that would mean as well that perhaps students, once they get connected to a counseling provider, they wouldn't necessarily see you, right? Yes, that is also an excellent point um, that we do try to make to clear to folks of who that ongoing person, if they are linked to ongoing counseling, who that would be, um, that it would not be, be with us. And then once I had my access appointment, would I ever have an access appointment again? That's a great question. And we do have folks that come back through. Maybe they got disconnected to counseling sessions um, and they want to, you know, reconnect or maybe, you know, they tried to get connected and it wasn't the best resource and they want to come back through. We typically ask if it's been about six or so months since you've been engaged in a service um, to contact us. Of course, if you have your provider, you could start there. Like if you have the ability to send a secure message to your counseling or medication provider, that might also be a way to get connected directly again. But if it's been typically longer than six months for counseling, we can help you get reconnected to someone or rediscuss options. So yeah, it, and that's because things change, right? Like what's going on for you right now might be totally different yeah. than what was going on six months ago. As life happens, things change, symptoms could start or stop. And, you know, of course, with all of those pieces, we want to make sure we're getting an accurate depiction of what's going on for you right now mm -hmm. in the moment. Mm -hmm. And one thing I just really want to hype and hit home, of course, our, <laughs> our own services here, but also care management. And I know we can do another whole bit on that as well, but just briefly, our services are not just through UHS, so it might very well be. There's several reasons why um, perhaps seeking someone um, either in the Madison community or wh whatever community you might be in. So um, if you are in another state, um, if you have to, you know, we can also assist with getting you connected elsewhere. So please do not think if you are somewhere else that you cannot use our services. Um, you absolutely can. That is available. Uh, please, please use us. We can always talk about it more. Awesome. As I continue to process all of this wonderful information, I really find myself mm -hmm. being really thankful for all of um, uh, that you all do. And also I have a couple of other questions. Um, I know that you all are so flexible um, uh, and with current pandemic situation and everything that's going on, um, uh, what are the, the modes of connecting with people? Is it like only via phone? Do you have like Zoom appointments as well? Um, uh, so what does that look like during our current situation? And also what does that look like? and under normal circumstances? Oh, that's such a wonderful question. And I think the thing that's tough right now with the current situation is things are changing so quickly that I even worry that something I say right now could be different by the time <laughs> we post this podcast. But 
for kind of a general overview, we are doing Zoom and telephone appointments at this time for folks who are located in the state of Wisconsin. Um, that is due to licensure laws. There are some other states that we have like current reciprocity with, but that might change once state emergency orders end that have allowed telehealth to go between, you know, state lines, which is usually not a thing. Usually, you know, to be a mental health professional, you have to get licensed in every single state your clients live in if you want to be able to provide services to them. <laughs> For the majority of folks who are in other states, we are helping them get connected to providers in their home communities, whether that be sliding scale clinics or clinics through their health insurance. Um, but there are also things like our online processing spaces, which folks can attend without mm -hmm. needing to be in the state. Silver Cloud, um, of course, is another resource too, which is our e-health resource. So there are definitely things and reasons to still come in and do an access appointment to talk about like your specific case and your specific instances and to also know how things might change throughout time. Because again, anything I just said <laughs> could have already been <laughs> backdated by the time this gets posted. Um, so I think the point is, is we're really happy to have that collaborative conversation with you. Liz, if I'm out of state, would I check the website for those processing spaces and then to find out how to reach Silver Cloud and you? Yeah, so all of that information is located on our website. Um, Silver Cloud, I sometimes have I'm going to admit, sometimes I have difficulty with our website, so I might even just Google Silver Cloud <laughs> UW-Madison or Mental Health Services Processing Spaces UW-Madison to see what pops up, but it also all should be available on our website. And again, if you're having trouble finding it, schedule an access appointment. Like We can send you the links, point you in the right directions, and discuss other things too. I don't want anyone to feel deterred from calling in if they need support and resources. Like It is literally what we do. We want to be collaborative. We want to help you get connected to things that feel like a good fit. Um, so don't feel like there's any barriers to doing that um, other than the ones that like just naturally exist with seeking healthcare. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Liz. Yeah. That's good. That's really good to know. But if we have any questions, we can set up that access appointment or call the front desk. Please do. And, and our website. Oh, go please go ahead. I was just going to say, too, like we all take our jobs really seriously. I think we all deeply care about the students that we work with. Like our goal is to get you connected. Um, and it, it's it, sometimes that's hard right with everything going on if this semester is really busy but i would say like our priority is really getting you connected to good mental health care and things that feel like a good fit for you and like we are your advocates within the system and um, that means a lot to us yeah yeah thank you liz i do also just i know we are probably going over but i do want to plug i mean a lot of the services that we have here be that uh, we have a lot of groups available um, through the summer, or be on the lookout in the fall as well. We have theme support groups, um, identity-based groups. Um, we also have um, identity-based uh, providers, um, people for individual counseling. So I just really want to know that there's a there's a lot of, of options out there. And please contact us to find out more. Also, if um uh, or when. Um, a person should schedule an access appointment versus calling on call services? That's another great question. Um, I would say a good time to call on call is if you're having thoughts of suicide, thoughts of self-harm or harm towards others. If you are having times where you're seeing or hearing things that other people cannot see or hear. If you are experiencing a time where you're going multiple days in a row without sleep, um, and you don't feel tired or even engaging in like other risky behaviors that don't quite seem like you um, spending more money than you might typically you know risky sexual behaviors or using substances you might typically not 
Um, I would say when you have concerns with eating and you're, you know, going days without a meal or just having, I think it's so hard to know, but I think a lot of times like any concern where you don't want to wait a couple of days to talk to someone, give us a call. Would you say that's fair, Casey? Did I miss anything? Yeah, no, that was a fabulous answer. Thank you for that. Does that wrap up our... I know there's so much more. Uh, please go on our website. Please reach out to us. Um, we'd be happy to. Front desk, anyone would be happy to answer any more questions because I'm sure there is a lot. But I realize we are probably way over time, so we can always segue into our next part right now. Yeah, so I can go ahead and lead our grounding exercise if that sounds good to you. That'd be awesome. So um, this is something that I have been doing um, kind of when I've been having those back-to-back Zoom meetings, which can, to me, have been feeling very exhausting. Um, I don't really know what the name of it is. I have been calling it the Yoga Shake-Off. I love that. Um, so if you guys will, <laughs> if you guys will join me, um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take my right palm and place it on my left shoulder. I'm gonna take my left palm and place it on my right shoulder. And then from here, I'm just going to kind of wipe off my right arm, my right shoulder to my right elbow with my left hand. Then right arm to the left shoulder to left elbow. And then we'll do the same thing, right hand to the wrist of the left and then vice versa. We're just kind of patting ourselves off. Once you feel like you've shaken it off, we will do it one more time. This time we're going to take our left palm to right shoulder, right palm to left shoulder. And this time I'm going to let y'all do it on your own because now you know what to do. We're just going to shake off the upper arm, shake off the lower arm. And then if you need to, you can take a big stretch, any other movement that you need. Yes. And then when you're ready, we just reset move on to the next thing thank you so much for that Jamie I could feel it like on my hands my my arms my shoulders and then also my entire body Um, I could even feel it on the back of my neck so thank you so much good I'm really glad because yeah we don't really have that um what we used to you know just be able to like get out of our chair close the door behind us sort of thing so it's a nice way to reset and uh, get yourself ready for whatever you've got to do next and once again just a brief plug to try this out throughout the week um, throughout the next couple of weeks until we do kind of like a check-in again about how I went for you our listeners um, uh, and if it was helpful um, uh, we will continue um, uh, checking in about different strategies and, and tools. That sounds good to me, Mary. Thank you. Yeah. Great. All right. Well, feel free to tag us by using the hashtag connecting badgers on social media. Of course, any thoughts, feedback, requests for topics, questions that you might like us to answer um, about our next topic, which will be an in-depth overview of services here at uh, Mental Health Services. Thank you for listening. And as a reminder, if you're struggling, you can always access our 24-hour crisis line for support, whether you are in Wisconsin or any other state, by calling us at 608-265-5600, option number nine. Take care. Thank you, everybody. Thanks. Thank you, Access Team. Thank you. (laughs) It was a pleasure.